the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I'm back. Don't want to be, but I'm back. Well, I'll tell you what, that alarm went off this morning. And I got this thing that says soft music. It ain't soft music, I'm telling you, 4 o'clock in the morning. Whatever it is, it goes off and they just hit you. I'm going to get uh, get something from Ted Nugent. Put it in my... <laughs> you know, just wake me up, you know. So get, uh, I don't know, uh, Stranglehold or I something. I love Stranglehold. <laughs> That's my it's favorite. Song. Love the start of it, you yeah. know. That would be a perfect start to my day. Can Makes you want to drive fast. You know? TNT by uh um, yeah, ACDC. ACDC. Yeah, that's good, too. Yeah. yeah. Or I could just use my theme song from ACDC. There you go. That would be uh, that'd be all right as well. All right. Oh, by the way, thanks to everybody about 15 years ago that said that should be the theme song because we've stuck with it ever since we've changed it. We were, at one time, we used Journey to the Center of the Mind by the Amboy Dukes and Ted Nugent. But then we changed Because everybody says, well, you know, people who listen to that song, they think it's a drug song. But that's not what it's about. <laughs> It's not what it's about. Ted's talked about it. Ted's never done an illegal drug. The only thing that Ted was addicted to was sex. He's one of the first guys to say that. No, oh, you truth. bad boy. Yeah, that's what he was. Oh, Elizabeth. Hey, Elizabeth. You know, I know Ted well enough that, it, look, he, he was real honest about it. First time I met him was when I was in the armed forces and was interviewing him. And I he gave me uh, the, the his manager took tickets and put me on the on stage right and i sat there and he'd go out and do a guitar solo for one of his songs then he'd come back and just lay out on all the hookers that they gave tickets to and was sitting on the side of the side of the stage i mean that was the ted that i learned to love from the very beginning but he's not like that anymore you know he's like me he's too old that's the only reason he gave it up. They don't have enough enough blue pills to help you anymore. That's just the way it is. Okay. Okay, ladies, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Ted's a good man. He's a great man. He's yeah. I got him a ride on an F sixteen and he has never forgotten that. Every time I see him, that's the first thing he brings up. I was like hell of a ride. Great guy. All right. Let's uh, let's get started. Lori Lee is here today. If you know Lori Lee from my show, she's been on it many, 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 many times. We started together on the radio maybe 18 years ago, and she was fighting the, the same you know battle that Missy has been fighting here in Cabot, dealing with books that are in the school library. It's amazing that it just goes around and comes around the same thing all the time. Nobody, nobody has any kind of institutional remembrances at times. And, uh, you know, we got to be good friends because she's a fighter. She, she came to several different things that I put on and would teach people how to get on the Internet and how to be, you know, uh, Internet warriors and things of that nature. It was great. Who was the lady from? Uh, was Teresa. 
Was it, well, Teresa Oakey, yeah, but there was somebody else. There's another lady that was with a different group, not with the AFP, a different group. That, that Betty Baldwin. Who? Carrie Baldwin. Carrie Baldwin. That's exactly Carrie Baldwin. Is she still over at SOS? No, she is actually now at the Attorney General's office. Oh, is she? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Great friend. worker. Yep. I've got people everywhere. Also, Betty Gerker. <laughs> <laughs> i got to say that. i got people everywhere. I got I got people in the enemy camp even and they don't know it. But go ahead. What were you saying? Elizabeth. Uh, are Betty Yerger Betty Yerger over in the Cersei area. She also was very, very active, former school teacher. Yep. Yep. She does a good job too. A lot of people do a lot of great things out there. A lot of people don't even know they exist, and that's the way I like it. Just to be honest, they've not been on my show. <laughs> I mean, Carrie's been on a couple of times, but only to talk about how to be uh, a citizen journalist, you know, when she was teaching that. Yep. What was the group she was with? American Majority. Thank you. Are they still around? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yep. No, they did a good job. Oh, we we killed it. I know. It was awesome. Yeah, you were on the road a lot for them, weren't you? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so anyway. <laughs> I know Lori, I know Lori a, third, a third way, and that was when she invigorated the whole state in 2009 with the grassroots Tea Party. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was really involved in that. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. She was the one that started up tea parties pretty much all across the state of Arkansas back then. Do you remember remember when I spoke to the big tea party gathering on the state capitol? I do. You remember what I told the Republicans? Do you remember what I told the Republicans, Elizabeth? I told them I'm I'm, pay attention. I told them that I was their greatest friend. If they were doing what they were supposed to do. But I said, you start That's doing right. what you're not supposed to, I'll be your biggest enemy. Keep that yeah, in that mind. Was a great and I said, movement. keep that, that in mind. That was all about what, you know, what I still do today is just trying to get people to engage. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter. I'm going to get hit hard on this, but it doesn't matter if you're a Democrat or Republican. If you're not engaged, you can't you can't gripe. And, and you got to you got to be able to know what you're talking about. The the biggest problem and from where i sit with people engaging is they have no idea what they're talking about 90 percent of the time no here's they the biggest problem right. they don't they think they know what they're right. talking and about and they deal. don't that's they what reagan already said facebook they <laughs> see crap on twitter they see crap you know that's put out by the left or the right and nobody does let me rephrase very few people do their due diligence to go to a thank source you. document yep. and that that's a problem thank you, thank if you're you. just gonna be spoon-fed your information then kind of deserve what you get if you're not going to do the work to go read and investigate on your own there everybody has a shtick i i have a slant you know what my slant is school choice so so my my slant is to make sure that i can take everything that i'm doing and be myopic and focus on this issue and That's everybody right. else has an issue and so they're gonna they're gonna it's human nature to put things in a place where you can organize it to fit your narrative. And, and it's not always in a nefarious way. So, but if people don't do their own homework and they don't do their own reading and they don't do their own investigation, then shame on them. And people that go off half cocked on crap they see on Facebook, that is the biggest annoyance. Causes teach, more problems. I used to teach people Isn't to do Facebook, Elizabeth. Do you remember that? And, and I mean, what? I was uh, one of the very first people on Facebook doing this kind of stuff. In the yes. state. And, you know, I, right. I used to be like, don't take my word for it. Take the information I'm giving you and go find more and go dig and deep. Prove it to Critical yourself. thinking exactly. is dead. Like right. It is. Critical thinking is here's, dead. Here's my 
my main argument. The Constitution. Yes. That's that's the bottom line of this show. And people slant, Yeah, people <laughs> people from the from uh you know, our side who say the Constitution says, and it says nothing like what they're saying. Right. I go, go read the Constitution. In fact, why don't you read a couple books by uh, Rob Nadelson and learn about what the Constitution <laughs> says, mm-hmm. you know? And they don't want to take the time they to don't. do that. They don't. Because it, it's work. It right. really is to, 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 learn what, to learn what the words no. that they use in the Constitution mean. Right. They don't mean the same thing that they meant. Then now, Mm-mm. it's like I've always said, today, you not only have to use the correct terminology, but you got to make sure that the person that you're discussing it with is talking out of the same dictionary as you are. That's yeah. right. If, you're not, if you don't have a baseline of facts, then the conversation's nil. It's void. doesn't even matter. No. What I'm yeah. finding, though, with becoming... all the research is that you look at your constitution and then you go to Arkansas code, and half of our codes go completely against the constitution that's yes, exactly absolutely. right it's because there's so a bunch of lawmakers that we've hired to go in there and do things that don't read either no yeah. and, and our so- supreme court right it should be brought before them because we have three equal powers and nobody takes it to the supreme court to fight it down after our law lawmakers well, they're starting it. to now yeah. so we'll give them credit <laughs> they're starting to but we'll have to see how it all works out that means that you've got to when somebody runs for supreme court you got to make them answer you because they'll try not to answer you. Yeah. Well, I really can't talk about that because it may come up before me. Well, tell me, which of the Supreme Court justices right now up in Washington do you identify with? Right. If they say Kagan, if they say Kagan, don't vote for them. <laughs> they're they're going to answer and say, I, I, I respect the law and I respect all the justices. Oh, yeah. And I really yeah, right. no. one over any yeah. of the others. But you know so what I do. Sliding around. I go back and restate the question to them again mm-hmm. until they answer. Now you, sound like, you sound like John Kennedy down in Louisiana. Have you seen his clips lately? Of- oh, yeah. He has that, he has that one. He has that one lady seven different times. What she I love thought how he is just something. sits there with his arms folded and says, um, "Excuse me, but the question was." Yep, and that's what you got to <laughs> do when you, if you're a true reporter or a true commentator. That's exactly what you do. Yep, it's I'm great. kind of a it's hybrid. Great. You know, I'm kind of a hybrid because I came out of news and here I am now doing commentary. That's the way it usually works. You know who one of my one of my uh, my heroes were? Huh? 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 Who? Huntley, Chet Huntley. Anybody remember Huntley and Brinkley? Mm-mm. Yeah, I remember yeah. Brinkley, but not Huntley. Yeah. yeah, no, it wasn't Huntley. It was Brinkley. That's Very right. Mr. Fact, Mr. Facts. Mr. Get Fact. it right. It was Brinkley, because yeah, he was he was hardcore conservative. People didn't know that he was hardcore conservative. You wouldn't have known it when you watched. You know, in fact, people kept talking and saying, "You're such a liberal," you know. And that's that's probably the best thing that can happen at that point. All right, the reason I brought Lori on and uh, wanted her to come on to the show today is uh, there's something new coming up in uh, 2022 that you need to know about, and we'll tell you exactly what it is when we come back because we got to get a break in. East End Towing wants you to know they're ready to handle things for you. Uh, if you get stuck out on the highway, uh, you put their number into your phone, and you'll know what you got coming uh, when the tow truck shows up, all right? 501-888-8849 is their number. 
they are you know well versed in all parts of the towing business so whatever your situation Easton towing can handle it they've got all the answers here here's how i kind of put this okay so you break down on the side of the road uh the car says no it won't go well that's fine and dandy that's probably what most people run into but what if you're towing your boat what do they do with your boat what do you do if you're towing your camper what if it's not a car and you're driving a truck all right all that can be handled by east end towing and where are they going to take it are they going to take it where you ask them to take it Mm, you might want to make sure that's going to happen you don't want to end up in an impound lot someplace all right 501-888-8849 that's east end towing all right back with you Lori lee is here Lori. What's coming up in 22? There's some. There's a special tax credit. Do I understand that correctly? Yes, sir. And and this is exciting news for people who have been following mine and yours journey for the last 18 years. <laughs> <laughs> um, we got past this last legislative session finally a tax credit scholarship for um, low income kids. It is called the Philanthropic Investment in Arkansas Kids Scholarship. And uh, I mean, this is this is an this is an epic win, Dave. Um, this is the creme de la creme of school choice programs. Uh, it's very small; it's two million dollars. It'll serve about two hundred and fifty, three hundred kids, depending on where they decide to go to school and who and who takes it. Um, it's available to to families who um, have two hundred percent of the poverty level or below, which for a family of four is right around fifty four thousand dollars a year annual income. Um, if you know about poverty level, it's based on the amount of income and the number of people in your home. So the more people you have in your home that are part of your family, the more income you can have uh, to qualify. So the exciting part is that everybody in that's listening to this show can participate and for free um, and give money. And the way that works is it's, this is a tax credit. This is not a tax deduction, meaning... If you owe the state of Arkansas $50 and you give the Reform Alliance $50, you can take that $50 straight off the top of your tax bill. So if you donate $50 to this program, you will get a receipt from the from the state, the, the uh, Department of Finance and Administration, that you can deduct that $50 straight off your tax bill. All right. How much? How much? You can, can give you as, you can give as much. You're 100% of your tax liability. So, for instance, when you do your income tax for 2022, if you owe $1,000 to the state of Arkansas for your state income tax. I wish. Yeah, me too. You <laughs> could take that $1,000 and you can give it to the Reform Alliance, and then you're square. You don't owe the state any more money. So what I'm asking. Wow. So what wow. you're telling me is this is what wow. libertarians have wanted for a long, long time. Well, this I don't know is, anything about that, but this is what Laurie Lee's wanted for well, a long, I understand, long time. But this, is, this is a kind of a libertarian idea, and yes. it's a great idea, and that is you get to tell the government where the, you want your, your tax, tax money to go to. Too. That's right, right. That's right. So wow. starting midnight, January 1st, and, and the cap's $2 million, so it's going to go very quickly. I want. I would love for everybody listening to your show to reach out to the Reform Alliance this week or to me, and and commit a part or all of your tax liability for 2022. Now this is a 2022, so 
So you won't you won't receive you won't be able to take advantage of the credit until 2023 when you mm-hmm. file your 2022 taxes. Right. Okay. So there there is a little bit of lag time. All right. But I'm asking you, as friends and as people who who want to be a part of a solution for people who kids, want to make a difference, yes, please donate to every amount helps. Um, there there are people in the state that are that can and will take up the tax credits. We want to show a um, a large donation pool. It doesn't help if I have two or three people write the check. That does not help. Yeah. What will help is everybody in this room pays taxes. Donate fifty bucks. Donate a hundred dollars. Donate five hundred dollars, and get your credit. I mean, you, we do. You do have to come up with the cash between now and the third because they'll be gone on the third. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. It'll be done. Um, and um, but your check has to be dated for January first because it's a twenty twenty two tax credit. So um, does that make sense? Yes. Yes. Okay. So then those then they are awarded and we can start awarding scholarships uh, in August for the 2022 school year. And it will go to families who um, apply and meet the income eligibility. And I know I know that people are saying, well, why is there an in? Well, you got to start somewhere with these programs. Right. Okay. so this is where we had to start. We've got the succeed scholarship. That's been in place now for five, maybe six years. How well has that been utilized? Oh, my gosh, 100%. Awesome. Uh-huh. We have that a waiting awesome. list of several hundred people that if we could get more uh, more money, um, then, you know, we could serve more kids. So right now there's a little over 600 children. We started out with 24 kids uh, five years ago. Now the program is over 600 kids, 36 schools across the state of Arkansas, uh, of kids that are special needs, military, and or uh, foster children. And so, you know, this this was a program that started out with 24 kids just for kids with special needs, and we've been able to expand it to uh, foster kids and also to uh, military families. So if you're a military family uh, and you want a scholarship for your kid, contact the Reform Alliance. If you have a child that has an IEP and you want a scholarship for your kid, Contact the Reform Alliance. If you're a foster family and you want to um, uh, uh, find out ways to get a scholarship for your child, and, and let me let me share something with you. Not every family needs this. Not every family with a special needs kids or who's in foster care or military or low income. This is for families whose children are going to school who see that their child is not being served and need another option. Right. So the Succeed Scholarship pays for tuition and fees. The Philanthropic Scholarship pays just for tuition right now. And all of these programs across the across the nation have started here and have grown. I mean, if you look at the state of Florida or the state of Arizona or Indiana, you know, they start out with these programs and they just grow. And that's one of the reasons that the opponents of this program do not want it to succeed. Yeah, they don't want it to even start because they know where it's going to end. But your listeners today can make sure that this program succeeds for no money out of pocket to them. Okay? I want to emphasize that. So, again, if you you pay state income tax, and if you have a job, trust me, you pay state income tax. You can take your tax liability, whatever that is, 
and and here's the here's the great thing. So, so let's just say that you owe the state of Arkansas. You think a thousand dollars. Yeah. You write a check for a thousand dollars between now and the third, and you give it to the Reform Alliance, and your tax bill comes back and it's only eight hundred dollars. Well, you get to roll that tax credit for three more years. So for twenty three, twenty four, twenty five. So or you know we could cut the the balance back to you, but. But you can write the check for any amount, and you will receive the tax credit for that amount until nice. that is used up. So it's a dollar-for-dollar, dollar, 100% tax credit mm-hmm. that you can use to the full liability of your um, tax bill. So be wow. a start of the revolution. I want to give out my phone number. Okay, and you and you give us your uh, give it the web address. So the, the web address is the reform alliance.org we're on facebook we're on twitter we're on instagram um the office phone number is um 501-224 i'm gonna get this wrong i just know it 9028 okay um or you can call me laurie lee 501-258-6353 all right, I want you to stay seated right there. We'll come back, talk about this a little further here on the Dave Ellswick Show. News is next. It's uh, Lori Lee with us, the Reform Alliance, along with Missy and Heather and Elizabeth. Hey, don't forget about Pat Davis. You're getting into getting close to New Year. You know, get yourself some health insurance you're going to save some money on, 30 50%. I mean, if you just do the math, it makes sense to have a 10, 15-minute phone call, Pat Davis, about health insurance. If you're going to save that much money, if you're if you're paying like, let's just say, I'm just going to pull a number out of the year, 500 bucks a month, all right, for health insurance, and he saves you 250 a month, do the math, 250 times 12. That's a lot of money. Save yourself some money. Talk to Pat Davis about health insurance, plus no co-pays, plus it's uh, any provider that you can get in the nation. And all you got to do is call 501-605-6935. And Pat or one of his associates will answer the phone and talk to him. Or go to their website, yourhealthplanman.com. Uh, yourhealthplanman, one word, dot com. That's Pat Davis. Do me a favor. I've been talking about this now for two years. Save yourself some money. Come on. Well, I don't get it. I hear people complain. It costs so much. Call, all right? And don't, you can complain that you still got to pay, but you won't be paying as much. Bottom line, Pat Davis, 501-605-6935. Okay, back to our guests. I've got uh, Missy here. I've got <laughs> Heather here. i got Elizabeth on the phone. And I've got uh, Lori Lee here. And uh, Lori has been talking about this new uh, uh tax credit that you can get all right my other uh, guest hosts that are on today have questions as well i know heather does and heather you're up okay uh the question that i have for you Lori, um are there any states out there that are 100 percent school choice with the tax dollar following the child not at this time i think that probably like i said earlier florida indiana and arizona have the most expansive programs there have been several of these programs passed uh, in the last 12 months, um, I will tell you this, as small as this program is, Arkansas is on the forefront of leading the nation in school choice law. Think That's about awesome. that. 
Okay. Awesome. I mean, seriously, think yeah, about that. So, so we had we had a program that would have been um, uh, the precursor to this bill that did not pass was a tax credit um, educational savings account, um, which would have given uh, families the ability to take this money and and spend it much like a health savings account, where mm-hmm. you can spend it on any approved educational thing, and, and hopefully we'll get there someday. Um, with the help of your listeners and with the help of people that are advocates for just the simple fact that families should have the right to have a seat, an active seat at the table for their kids' educational journey is, is all this is about. This is not about uh, privatizing education. It's not about uh, shutting down schools. We need a good, robust uh, public school system. Yes. And, and in Arkansas, we have some amazing public schools, and we have some amazing public school teachers. But I think everybody would agree, and I know that the public school teachers agree on this because we poll them every year, that the, the public school system is not able to serve every child that is jurisdictionally um uh, required, required to be taught to go to that school it's an it's an not just an improbability it's an impossibility and, and it's really kind of a shame because the teachers want to be able to teach the kids in their class and they have 24 to 30 kids in their class and if you've got a kid who's not being served that kid is a disruption good or bad okay mm-hmm. and and the other kids aren't getting what they need bills like this provide those families because and let's be honest if your family has enough money, you can take your kid out. You can you can get your kid you can put them wherever you want you can it to. Get probably, them, uh, you know, tutoring. You can get them the things that they need. Only those people who are lower income or or financially struggling are not able to get the answers for their kids. And these kids are just socially promoted through the system. No fault of the teachers. I, I want to be real clear: the teachers are not complicit in this. Okay, this is not their deal. Teachers are doing the best they can do with the the, the rules that they have to abide by. This you is want to blame somebody, blame the superintendent and the school board. Uh, blame that, but blame the system because yeah. the system is. I don't want to put words up. in your mouth, right? But but it's true. You know, there, there's a leadership problem uh, <laughs> with with a lot of these districts, and and it follows. And and teachers are caught up in that. You know what teachers want to do? Teach. They want to teach. Yeah. And they have hearts for these kids. And what happens is we get all these rules and all this bureaucracy where now they're, you know, they're caught up in all this red tape and they can't use their their God-given talents to serve our kids. And and I'll tell you, if you can get a teacher one-on-one to talk to you about this issue, they will tell you if they're teaching in a school and they have 20 to 30 kids in their class, they will be able to identify one or two that could be better served going somewhere else. Yeah. And we have great teachers in this state that will tell parents that, that will say, hey, you know what, Here, here's the Reform Alliance's number, call them, and they can help you find some solutions for your kid. And, and we have that happen all the time. And I'm not going to call out any districts or any teachers, but they exist. And they're, like I said, they're doing the best they can with what they have. Yeah. Okay. Right. What? Is that all, <laughs> is that all you had? had another just... question. Um, <laughs> So, so you said that you think Arkansas is on the forefront of having school choice, 100% school choice with a tax dollar following the child. I don't know if it's 100%, but we are we are on the forefront of yeah. being one of the best school choice states yeah. in the nation. So you think the legislators, if if we uh, get it together, we can... Uh, I, I, there are some very powerful 
uh, men and women in the legislature, yeah. uh, legislature who are strong advocates of school choice. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, you know, you brought up the Freedom Pledge. Yeah, the Education Freedom Pledge that um, about 100-something legislators signed. Yeah. So I look for the 94th General Assembly to really step it up. They will. And uh, let us have school choice and let the tax dollar follow every single child in this state. That's what I want to see. And with everyone signing it, I plan on holding you accountable. Mm-hmm. So, and it, use a, our majorities. Yes. Use our majorities instead yes. of acting as if we're Let's not, not use this as a campaign strategy. And, and Let's let just, use this and actually get some work done. Let me just tell you this. Get there some are, work done. Yeah, there are several uh, Democrats in the Arkansas legislature who agree with this issue. The, the challenge is that the, the superintendents association and the teachers union have a, such a strong hold on them. Yeah. And this is what I hear from them. Okay. I, I need you guys to hear this. I do not hear from my constituents about this issue. Yeah. I do not hear. Mm-hmm. And, and that's a powerful mm-hmm. thing. And, you know, Dave, we've talked about this for almost two decades. If you're not engaging with your local officials, yes. then, then nothing's going to change. There's nobody in the House of Representatives in the state of Arkansas or in the state Senate in the state of Arkansas who is not accessible. That's right. Here here you go. It's an old, old saying that I heard from my mama and my daddy and my grandfather. And all of you probably listen to the show. Squeaky wheel gets the grease. But it's it's being the squeaky wheel in a respectful way. Yeah, 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 yeah. Calling up and saying, you know what, this is what's right. And here's what the other thing that people don't know. 90% of our Kansans are for this issue. But for whatever reason, they don't engage on this issue. And I think it's because, number one, it's not kept top of mind, right? We all get in a tether about things basically we can't do anything about. But we can do something about right. this issue. This is a local. You want to talk about a local issue? This is a local Very issue. Much. If you take it to your school board and to your state legislators, this will get changed. And it could get changed in the next legislative session. This yeah. is, I'm going to tell you what. This is why Lori and I get along. Because what do I say about where you should put your efforts at? Right. In in local, uh, in local stuff. Local yep. stuff. I mean, local. you got more say with your local state representative and your city council representatives right. than you ever will have right. in Washington, D.C. That's right. And, and there's a there's a there's a lobby on every there's a grass lobby. There's a lobby for grass and a lobby against grass. And I don't mean the kind you smoke. I'm talking about kind you mow. Yeah, I mean, there's that, too. (laughs) There's there's a lobby for everything. And unless you're unless you're making your voice heard on the issues that make a difference to you, then then what are you doing? Yeah, right. Right. You know, if you spin in your wheels respectfully, respectfully, there's no reason that every single voter in the state of Arkansas could not have a respectful conversation with the state lawmaker to say, I'm in support of this. Our state is already known to lead. We are the best pro-life state in the country now. Wouldn't it be fabulous if we could say Arkansas believes in supporting our children? Right. We are pro-life and we are school choice. And all it takes is a phone call to let your lawmaker know in a respectful way. Once you read up on it a little back to your point you made earlier, Miss Lori, about being educated, be sure you understand your facts and be respectful and, and let them know we that's want the this problem. done. 
And, yeah, and, you got to yeah. educate yourself. Yeah, yeah. you were the hammer. And so that we hit need to nail. educate the next generation because there are a lot of uneducated adults right now, and they like they've come to me. They're they're so open and transparent. They're like, I don't know how to research this, Missy. Would you just right. show me? And you know, and then once you show them, they're like, Oh my gosh, it's right there. Right. So well, you just have to show them. Right. I want to invite everybody digging. to go to the reformalliance.org website. And there's a ton of information there about the programs that already exist. We've got four or five. I mean, you know, I don't even remember, Dave, maybe 2010 that all runs together. You know, we passed the the um, public school choice law where now public schools embrace school choice as long as it's public to public. This is what cracks me up. You'll notice <laughs> that that you'll start getting ads. I got a mailer uh, from the from the Cabot School District and from the Mayflower School District advocating for people to choice into their districts. We passed that hmm. law 10, 12 years ago yep. where you could go from district to district. It, for instance, if you live in Cabot and work in Little Rock and you want your kid to go to a Little Rock school, you can choice in or vice versa. And so, you know, the, they they recognize the power of school choice. One of the leading opponents of this piece of legislation, the tax credit bill we're talking about, is a superintendent and a state legislator named uh, Toilet. Uh, um, and he gave uh, a resounding uh, speech, if you will, uh, at the at the uh, end of the table in uh, committee on why parents should be allowed to choice into his school district. Right. But it was public to public, and then used the same sure. arguments to oppose this bill. Sure, I mean because the, you can take it to private. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, because you can take it to private. So, so that I'm glad you said that. The, that begs the question: Is what is the objective of education in the minds of our Kansans? Is it to be an employment agency for the public school district, or is it to educate kids? kids? Right, right. There all you right. go. So, where there do they go. go to be able to access all this information again, Lori? Okay. The web address is thereformalliance.org, okay? Or you can call uh, 501-224, hold please, um, 9028. Or you can call me, 501-258-6353. Really would like for you to call today or email today or get information today. Because this goes live on uh, at midnight, New Year's Eve. I'll be taking donations. I will not be popping bottles of champagne. Um, That's we'll, Friday night, right? Uh, yes, Friday night. Okay. And then on Monday morning, they will be issuing the first tax credits on January 3rd because they're wow. not going to work on New Year's Eve. That's cool. Okay. That's cool. So if you're listening, check out the, the Facebook page for Dave Ellswick's show. We have that information up on the Facebook page along with all the phone numbers. And the website. So yep. if you're driving or otherwise... Just remember Facebook.com slash Dave Ellswick Show. That's right? right. All right. And remember, it's free to you. It's free to you. This mm-hmm. is a tax credit. Yep. Dollar for dollar tax credit. Yeah, we're so not asking a donation, all right? Yeah, this is not a donation. This is a, this is a tax credit. You're going to pay the state of Arkansas this money, or you can choose to direct your money to help educate a kid that needs to be uh, out of the public school system. All right. Lori Lee, thank you so much. Thank you, Dave. I'll let Thanks, you ladies. go. Yes. You want to go back home and go to bed? 
No, I want to go back home and send text messages to people to send me money. <laughs> All right. We'll talk to you later. You always make yourself available. Thanks a lot. Thank you, Dave. Appreciate it. All right. We've got a break. We'll be back with more. Don't forget about PI Roofing. They will take a good care of your roof. you got a leak. They'll find it. They'll repair it. And right now, I know like up in the Cabot area where I live, we had some... We had some hail here recently. I'm going to have them come by and look at my roof just to make sure that I don't have any hail damage. And uh, if I do, then it just means I'm going to replace the roof a little sooner than I thought I was going to. But you go to PI Roofing, they'll help you out, 707-3551, 707-3551, or piroofing.com. You know, let's let's go back and uh, and and retalk a little bit about what we just did here this hour. For you who may have gotten up a little bit later and got on the road, you're you're we're driving in to going. What the heck are you talking about? I I try to reset my topics as I go through uh, the hour. But we just had Lori Lee on, and she's the head of the. Uh, you know, basically the school alliance here, the Education Alliance of Arkansas, they've been fighting for school choice for a long, long time. And uh, I've known Lori for 18 years, and she is she's a fighter. I was just talking to uh, Missy, and I was talking to Heather about uh, what she did when she was in the military. She defused bombs, okay? She, awesome. she's, <laughs> in, she's in the Navy. Uh, she's, a, she's a real go-getter, and yeah. she's, a, she's a tough woman. She really is. I've always liked lining up next to her because I know this. If she says she's going to do something, she gets it done. That's awesome. Elizabeth, you know that as well. You've dealt with Lori a a lot over the years. So bottom line is this. This is one. This is a small. It's a big victory, but it's a small victory. All right. Uh, I'm not going to take anything away from what they've done. They've done something very, very good here. However, we should be doing much bigger things. So, look, look, Westerman, when he was a state rep, was fighting for use, letting the money follow of the students thought. follow the students wherever they went to school. Right. So he's been doing that for a long time. He right. was doing that for a long time before he went to Washington, D.C. I've got to get one of his friends on from a congressman from Florida who was instrumental in making some of the big changes that happened in florida yeah, i would like to get in contact with jeb with bush and all right. that no right. well, i can make that yeah. happen that's that's easy he's, <laughs> now he's your uh your congressman westerman yeah i mean you're in district four aren't no, you no. you're in two mm-hmm. okay so french hills french years mm-hmm. okay i'll get that information for you yeah because uh, i want to have him on and uh, you know if if more of you uh, small business people I had somebody pay me the highest respect on uh, last week, on Friday, was it? No, Thursday, because I had done my show. And I went over to a a business, and here's what he told the people that worked for him. This man right here on the radio has fought for the small business people of Arkansas since the day he cracked the mic (laughs) here in the state. And I have. Look, I, I, I know that we all want to see big businesses come to Arkansas. But don't forget your small businesses because right. they're the backbone of this state. That's right. You know, no, don't, I, I, I had to agree with a lot of the businesses uh, that were on the air that were complaining about this is going back now to when the admiral was the mayor of, of North Little Rock. And he wanted to build that big um, – what do they call it? They get all those stores together uh, over there 
in oh outlet yeah outlet the malls. outlet mall they wanted to build that in the swamp over here well i know wetlands i'm sorry for you <laughs> who are on the left the wetlands over you know where 30 and 40 right, come right. together they wanted to County. build it there and they were offering a huge tax rebate basically mm-hmm. and, and you know you're not going to have to pay taxes it wasn't a rebate you don't have to pay taxes for 20 years or something on this land well that takes that directly out of mm-hmm. your right. schools and stuff right and uh, several businesses fought against it because if you're going to give them that kind of a break why aren't every business getting exactly. that kind That's of right. a break so you know I've, I've i've fought over those things and i'll continue to fight over those things don't tell me well Dave, there'll be more people employed and those people will pay taxes and because they're going to pay taxes, there's going to be more money in the coffers. You know that all you're trying to do is bring in a bunch of businesses so that you can get a hand, you can get a grip photo, as I call it. Uh, not necessarily in, in the dim gas, but maybe you want to you want a grip photo in a, a local paper that you got somewhere. Grip photo is when there's a check. Or there's right. uh, there's somebody's building something and everybody's right. holding the shovel or whatever right. and you're shaking their hand and right. smiling yeah. and you help make it happen. So tell me how this works. I heard a negative comment towards the money follows the child because um, you have poor districts. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. And so you take that kid that let's say they only get five thousand per child and they want to go to Cabot who gets eight thousand per child. So a Cabot kid leaves and goes to Little Rock, who gets 9000 per child, and all this money is just scattered, and then nobody knows how much they're going to get paid. That's where the, the legislature comes yeah. in. Right? That's yeah. where the legislature right. comes in. And I've always said that what they should do is just equal it out. Yeah, yeah. right. I mean, they're going to ha- number one, because of Lakeside or Lakeview, they're going to have to do that. Mm-hmm. Because you can't give more money to one district than to another district well, and all the right, rest do. because of all. But is Lakeview if they do, they go its that. own district? No, Lakeview. It's just a community yeah. within, right? right. Yeah, right. but it it has an effect on every right. district in the state. In fact, uh, it's the thing, if you want to get around all of this, by having the money follow the student, it's yep. a perfect way to get around right. it. Cause every kid there's equity the there. The there amount. is equity there. Yep. All right. We'll talk more about it. Elizabeth's there. She and I talk about this all the time and how to make it happen. Uh, Bruce Westerman, Congressman Bruce Westerman, fought for it when he was a uh, state representative. We should just get him on sometime with us. Yeah. And he can specifically talk about it. If you like that, I make that maybe happen next week. Okay. All, All right. right. Steve Ellswick Show. Stick around. The ladies are going to be back. Bible guys taking one more week off for the holidays. They'll be back with us next Tuesday here on the Dave Ellswick Show.
All right. We're back. Education is a hot topic. It is. You know, I don't understand why it hasn't been a hot topic for the simple reason it affects your children. Right. It does. And, you know, when I went before the school board and I have written numerous emails and I always, of course, CC our representatives and they did tell me, I love your emails because you lay out the problem, but you lay out a fix. Right. How do we fix that our K through sixth seem to be doing good on their annual testing? But then as soon as they hit seventh grade, they fail. They fail their reading. They fail, fail their math. And I'm like. It's the curriculum. It is not the teachers and it's not the parents because they don't have homework, most of them in that grade anyway. So um, one of the school board people told me um, it's probably a parent problem no, and not a teacher. Or And I said, it's not the teachers. It's curriculum. I can give my kids something that teaches them 50 steps to do a math problem or I can have them memorize two plus two equals four. You know, that's two different curriculums. One takes you 10 times longer right. than the other one, and they're going to fail their test. Right. Yeah. It's not a the, one The process is not as important as knowing the answer. Yeah. I'm just, yeah. No, that's absolutely true. I mean, that's, that's the problem I always Because once you hit junior high, stuff. guess what you get? A calculator. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. You know, I will give... <laughs> I, I, I went around and around with a teacher in the second grade with one of my sons. Um creative writing are you familiar with that I term am. yeah okay so my son brings up a, a paper home and he gives it to me he says and he's proud of it okay cool i'm glad that he's proud of it i'm glad he's excited about it and i said well read it to me and he starts uh reading it to me and doggone it uh he couldn't read any of it yeah because none of the words were spelled correctly correct yep. Uh, none of, you know, he was using the wrong grammar, the whole nine yards. But don't worry, it's creative writing. Right. We don't and so he showed, he finally showed me the paper because I'm listening to this. I'm going, whoa, you know, that's not making any sense what you say. Right. And I, I looked at it and there's all these grammatical, grammatical errors. There's all these spelling errors. And look, we made spelling errors when we were in mm-hmm. second grade when I was coming up. However, the teacher circled it in red and uh <laughs> and you had to go back and fix it fix it right okay that's how you learn so i went and asked the teacher about it yeah. i asked for a meeting and she says well this is creative writing mr ellis we can uh the way we teach children now is we just ask them to you know get a hold of their creative side and write what they feel and i said well i don't mind if they're writing what they feel i just think they need to be writing correctly correctly right and uh, she says, well, you know, spelling, not a big deal. I mean, computers are taking over. Now, this is back, okay? Let me yeah. take back. This is back <laughs> in the early 90s. <laughs> and, and, they, and she says to me, you know, they got, they're, they're putting together spell check now. Yep. And I said, well, that's good. There, there, or there. Right. C or C. Mm-hmm. And I just started naming all different words, right. you know. It and could be spelled differently. Your, your. Yeah. Yep. And I just went down the line and I said, which one do they use? Right. The computer is not going to be able to figure that out. Right. It still can't figure that out nope. for the most part. Uh, it doesn't know all the the grammar that uh, it should know. And it, it just, you know, I just looked down and said, you need to be teaching these kids spelling. I said, do you guys have a little blue vocabulary book? Yeah. I don't know, but most of you may have had it. I don't know if you did or not. 
And every week we had ten words. Yeah, and you added it and added it. Yeah, and you, yep. yeah, yep. and you had to get uh, you had to take and and say whether it was a noun, a verb, an adverb, or whatever. <laughs> you had to write a sentence using the word in the proper way that you had to right. use the word, and uh, then you were tested on it on Friday, and you had to spell them right. Because if you didn't, it was wrong and have right. a definition. And then write a, write a sentence. I mean, our, our vocabulary has gone down so bad. Um, you know, you talk to your kids and, I mean, my kids, I would say, are a little bit more educated than most kids because we homeschooled for so long. And, and my husband and I are avid. Like, we love big words when we start talking and our sons will look them up or daughters, you know, yeah. and we'll all come up with big words. But, you know, you look at them. And they text now, voice to text. They don't type anything out. Right. My kids make fun of me because I put a period at my end of my sentences when I text. Like everything has to be properly, you know, written. But what I have found is that once these public educators find out, I think they're afraid of homeschoolers because we know how to find curriculum. Right. And we know how to how to adjust it towards our kids. Right. And I think that parents have lost this strengthen themselves that guess what you can teach your kid and it only takes a couple books and if you knew that there is a website that you could go to and there's over a thousand different curriculums and you could just pull one and take it to the school and say why aren't you using this right like why are you using wit and wisdom no they'll say talk to school boards oh and you tell the school board and they're like Talk to the curriculum advisor. I call the curriculum advisor. Oh, well, it's approved by the state board. I call the state board. Johnny Key emails me back, and he said, it fits the parameters that the legislature said that we have to fit for our education. So our poor kids are being tested to death. They're, they're, now every student has to have a dyslexic um, form of education. Like I went on there, and I read pages and pages of what they're forcing these teachers to use. If a child's dyslexic, the whole class shouldn't have to use dyslexic appropriate material. You know what I mean? Like, So you're saying we need school choice. School choice, <laughs> and we need teachers to be able to right. create their own curriculum. Right. Exactly. My mother-in-law, when they got wit and wisdom, she lost her spark to teach, and she's quitting in Louisiana. Like wow. The day her 20-year hits, she's retiring because she used to create this wonderful curriculum for her fourth graders, and it would be um, they would choose to read the Lightning Thief, Percy Jackson. They would do a Greek festival. She would teach them Greek words. They would bring in Greek food. And all of them had to memorize words from that book, right? Spelling, yeah. vocabulary. Yeah, she's good. like, my right. kids loved it. Now, she's like, I can't get anyone, anyone to get. It's boring. Well, and the books from Wit and Wisdom are dark and gloomy and yeah, right. suicidal and homicidal. Right. And, <laughs> and they really are. My son read them. Like, they're just terrible. They're not even... Who wants to read about the Dust Bowl and that a girl killed her own little sibling and then killed her mom? Do you think it has something to do with that they don't want to spend the money on new curriculum that they've invested in this, uh, whatever you're it's calling it? It's brand new. Wisdom's like, okay. You know, like they just started using it like well, three I mean, or four I, years I, ago. I homeschooled for a little bit too. And I can tell you I went through about three or four different types of curriculum yeah. before I found one that I actually liked. You um, have to get such a wide range when right. you have kids that this wit and wisdom is just, it's not giving the teachers any right. options right. at all. Here's the key. I mean, now this is something that used to happen here in Arkansas, and I know it hasn't. And maybe I should get Jerry Cox on to talk about it because he's a huge supporter and pusher of homeschooling. 
Yeah. They used to have a big statewide convention. They still do. I do they still sure. have oh, yeah. it? Still Every do. state does. You know, mm-hmm. is it is it as big as it used to be? It used to be. It's bigger. Where, well, I we don't know. We just may not hear about it. Yeah. It is the well, largest need, school district. If you were to take all the homeschoolers in Arkansas, it would make up the, the largest school district. district in so I, I, maybe I need to get Jerry on to talk about that because it used to be a big, big I'm just saying it was a huge deal. Oh, yeah. Right. I used to go do my show from it. Yeah. learn. Right. I used to do my show from it. And... This is when the, the the powers that be were fighting here in Arkansas against homeschooling. Yeah. That you had to get your superintendents okay or your principals okay to be able to pull your right. kid out of school they and homeschool. They still want you to send stuff. in a, a letter of intent. Yeah. Right. All you this crazy stuff that you had to do. It's none of my supervisor's business. I know. Except that's a law, right? Yeah. That's right. Compulsory education. That's right. What do you do if your kid's at home only educating for two hours a day and not eight hours oh, of mind-numbing gosh. education? Mm. Right. And you take them to a farm or you take them to the zoo yeah which and is it's, education yeah. it's not for everyone well, i don't Home know if taking not, it to, it's not it's not i don't for know everyone. if going to little rock zoo is education because oh, all gosh. the animals are like a three million dollar hanging inside yeah <laughs> anyway i do like the sloth bear <laughs> so cute. anyway bottom the bottom line is is that uh, uh you know you're the only one the parent and the only one that really can make a difference in this or you the taxpayer because you're paying for other kids ability to go to school um i've just got a few kids left in school they're my grandchildren Mm -hmm. uh, my children and uh, and i fight about it still and i'll probably fight about it even when i don't have any kids that are in school anymore because education is important but you can't because of act 684 right now that needs to be looked at act 684 look at it um it was passed in the first 93rd assembly okay um and it's basically it basically states that um a parent can express their grievances towards the curriculum but a taxpayer can't so dave you would not be able to go to isn't the school. that amazing they can take my damn money but i right. can't have any exactly. say in how you they spend you know it how many retirees are in cabot oh yeah paying a lot of taxes yeah. you better believe right. it right so i think this is a, is a uh, law that we need to look at and well you know what really upsets me it. And I know that this is probably a whole, you know, legislature thing. But when we were getting signatures <laughs> for our petition mm-hmm. to have an open school board meeting to try to get it to be where parents can sign up and to speak, speak every oh month, to speak. which they're all against, even the most conservative on there against us talking, mind yeah. you. Um, I cannot get a parent signature who does not happen to be a Loanoke County resident, a voter parents paying money and their child attends three or four kids but because they're military like my husband like he is montana resident he couldn't sign my petition yet he's the one paying the taxes on our house it is wild how all of this works out they try to work around everything they do yeah yeah they really military is at such a disadvantage and it's very disappointing it is i was just notified yesterday that we weren't having the lone oak republican party meeting last night and so and we didn't get together but i have a couple of things i want to bring up that i want the republican party of lone oak county to do uh number one cabot is not a pro-life city and i want to know why yeah they voted against it several times i want to know why and i think that the who voted the, against it yeah the people or the board no the board uh it's it's it's, it's the board City, city council city council so i i think that it's in, in incumbent upon the republican party of lono county yeah. to send them a letter at least saying that we want to be uh you know a city of 
life. Right. And we or identified ex- as. We, yeah, we mm-hmm. expect them uh, to uh, make that designation. I think that that is important that it be done. Uh, you know, they make all of these elections nonpartisan so that they people don't uh, know what, where people really kind of stand. Yeah. So, uh, you know, and stop I'm, special we, we elections. get that in there. Yes, special well, tax elections for sure. Well, we yeah. did a we did a whole hour on that last week. Yeah. With, I had I had on uh, Alan Kerr. Yeah. And he's been fighting it. Yeah. Forever. It, right. Forever. Ever. We were 50 actually, people let me repeat that well, again. They've they been actually, fighting they it forever. They actually had a bill and it almost passed one senator. I won't list him, won't name him I on will. Here. Sturch. Yeah. Okay. Yes. James Sturch <laughs> up in Batesville yep. was the one vote um, that broke the camel's back pretty much with the special in, tax in election. In committee. Yep. In committee. Yep. Committees. We remember what it. I tell you about committees. Committees are where, where bills, bills go, go to, to die. die. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's was that David Ray's bill? Yes, it was. Yep. All right, we'll take a break. we got more to talk about. There's a lot to talk about, and it's going to be even more so next year. I'm just telling you. Election year. Can't wait. All right, you who are in office right now and think that you have been able to just kind of skate through it, not going to let you do that. It's the Dave Ellswick Show. We're coming back in just a moment. Let me remind you about David Lucas. He uh, is you know, he knows you're concerned about out-of-control government spending, soaring inflation, political uh, unrest, rapid decline of the U.S. dollar. Oh, by the way, food prices are up about 7% for this year. They're already saying that next year it will, include, it will increase by another 5%. Do the math. Do the math. All right. 7, 8, 9, 10. <gasps> 12% and that's the uh new, new the new way of figuring out inflation old way put that at about 24% inflation and eh, that's not the way to look at it now they, they they quit doing it like they did during Carter's administration so they could run inflation up without it looking so bad uh that's why millions of Americans are investing in silver and gold to protect their nest eggs i mean you've worked all your life you got your assets, you got your IRA, you got your Roth, you got your 401k, you got hard-earned savings, and, and maybe now you got your savings stuck in your mattress. I don't know. Call 501-222-3315. That's 501-222-3315 because David Lucas Financial works with the only regulated and licensed national wholesaler in the country, so you get direct prices from the dealer you can trust. You got to add silver and gold gives you a lot of protection. It really does. It could help you protect those assets you got already. Learn more about buying silver and gold again. Call 501-222-3315. Investment advisory services are offered through David Lucas Financial and Arkansas Registered Investment Advisor. All right, Elizabeth, you've been awful quiet. Are you there? She left. Here. No, oh, there she, she is. is. You had me you had me on uh on mute, I yeah, can tell. Yeah, the mute button works really well. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to pick up another topic right now. And I want you to start off the discussion because I know you've been following this story. Let me just read this for everybody. I want to read this exactly the way it uh, it is. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> I know pull- what you're going to read. <laughs> I'm, pulling it, I'm pulling it up. Yeah, well, I, I know you, you probably already saw what I, I posted, but here here's the key. We, we- <laughs> I'm I'm really irritated uh, about this seriously, and everybody should be. 
Uh, over yeah. the weekend, if you didn't know, the president had a uh, a Zoom meeting, for better terminology. You know, if you're having a, a meeting over the Internet now, everybody says Zoom. It's like saying, mm-hmm. I want a Coke. Right. Okay. Uh, bottom line yeah. is uh, Joe Biden, who during the campaign, if you remember, they beat President Trump incessantly over the head with this. Uh, about how he was handling uh, COVID. By the way, let me remind everybody, more people have now died during the Biden administration of COVID than died under, under, uh, you know, Trump. You know, I hate to politicize it, but they're the ones who started it. So I'm, 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 I'm happy to jump in. Water's fine. Uh, Follow the logic. Yeah. Here's what Joe Biden said. On the campaign trail, he said that he would, quote, his quote, shut down COVID. Now, yesterday, in a question presented to him by Governor Hutchinson, when he was answering uh, the governor of Arkansas about, you know, the the federal government and getting, you know, the vaccinations for and the test equipment in and all of that for uh, Arkansans, said, Hey, wait a second now. There is no federal solution to this problem. <laughs> uh, this gets solved at a state level. Mm-mm. His his words. Now, if that is the case, Mr. President, sit down and just shut your trap, all right? <laughs> Would you do that for me? You are the biggest clown. Yes. I bet you if they gave us a full shot and we could see your feet, you've got those size 18 shoes on, Okay. <laughs> If you get into a, you know, you're in a car caravan to go somewhere, you're in the clown car now. You really, really are. Because what have you been doing the last year? You've been beating up Governor DeSantis. You've been beating up Governor Abbott because they haven't complied with what? What the federal government said is necessary to get rid of COVID. So why don't you just sit down and shut your mouth yep that's just the way i feel if you if you can't do anything then why a a federal mandate on everybody right exactly why are you going to throw people out of out of work military dropping left and right they're retiring you're nuts right you are nuts this is all playing into next year or you know the next election cycle people are waking up every single day and realizing after all the federal mandating right and left and all the folks that have been threatened and all the work that's been lost they realize that the federal government can't stop this virus they also realize quite a bit of what we're being told is not true and it's not a lot of what they say it is it's a power trip well what yeah here's the bottom line so well why if this is the case why did biden during the whole uh you know campaign against trump turn and say that Trump should federalize the response against COVID. Because mm-hmm. what, what was President Trump trying to do? He was trying to give states what they needed to fight the virus in their particular state. Yes. yes. Well, once again, Trump was right. Yes. And now, yep. again, publicly, Biden is having to acknowledge that. Um, you He's know, not going to acknowledge the man that. Wakes up in a different world. I don't know why anybody expects Biden well, he to gave make a little, day to day because he doesn't. So he, that, he, that. he gave Somebody a little, a little announcement train. about that the other day when he was talking about the uh, the, 
the uh, the vaccination. Did he come out and say, I'm wrong, Trump was right? No, he didn't say no. it. No. He, he, he wouldn't say it that way. But, but he said the, the former administration and this administration. That's how he put it. Remember, did you catch that the other day, Elizabeth, when he said that? What he said was for the first time ever, a sitting president admitted that maybe I won't run again because of my health. Yeah. He said that he, you know, they asked him if he was going to. All right, back with you, Dave Ellswick show. I went over Thursday. Now, I'm, here I am. I've been telling you guys to go and buy your Christmas gifts like early, right? <laughs> I, I, I had been waiting uh, for these uh, paperclip necklaces to get in that I wanted uh, that were silver, and they just weren't there. They just didn't show up sitting out on a, chi- a ship somewhere, I'm sure, off the coast of California or Savannah <laughs> or something. Yeah. But the bottom line was I ended up buying some white gold for my wife uh, for um, for Christmas, and I was over to see uh, Eric over at uh, – at Hillcrest Designer Jewelry, and uh, and bought it uh, there, and and Donna was there, and some other people were there, and we're we're sitting around talking, and they're going to be back on. By the way, I just want you to know, I'm going to have them back on. Uh, great people over there, but I ended up buying some white gold for my wife. I got a real nice little necklace, and I'm I got to tell you, ladies, you didn't lie to me. Uh, I asked on the air what piece of jewelry. I should buy for my wife that she would wear. All right, because my wife, I, I have bought her a plethora of of jewelry over the years, <laughs> and she'll wear it for a couple of weeks, and then she don't wear it anymore. She still likes it. She says that now she does have a thing, and and I understand it from a religious point of view that she doesn't want to wear jewelry in church because she doesn't want anybody to feel like they should wear jewelry and stuff as well and uh and and i'll talk about that in length at some other time but the bottom line was she wasn't wearing the jewelry so i i i needed to know and you guys let me know that stud earrings mm-hmm. diamond earrings were the item to buy for a woman yep. you know look you know me i'm a misogynist okay i'm not, <laughs> I, i'm i'm probably not uh you know I say things that when in public with people and they just look at me like, do you realize this is like 2021, Dave? I go, yeah, I know it is. But I still think that way, when, yeah. you know. So anyway, I bought her a pair of uh, half carat stud earrings. And guess what? She looked at me. She says, I've always wanted a pair of diamond stud earrings good job and good job that's right and ding, 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 yeah ding. and christmas <laughs> evening i'm looking across the couch at my wife going i have asked you every year what you every want. year <laughs> yeah i'm, yeah. I'm, I'm i said i'll probably buy you some jewelry oh okay well what do you want no answer yep that's how we are we never a, said she never said a pair of stud earrings yep so oh, I got to say, I don't have that problem. <laughs> I find, yeah, I finally, you know, I finally bought them because everybody said that's the thing. She's got them on. You had to work hard at that. <laughs> she hasn't taken them off since Christmas Eve. 
She's wearing them. And she she hasn't taken her necklace. Well, I take it back. She took it off the other night. Now I can't get it back on. I cannot work the freaking mini clasp Clasp. that's on the back of it. You can get those replaced. Yeah, well, I'm going to have to. Yeah, you can get those replaced. I need a bigger clasp because, you know, the little thing you got to grab hold of and pull on and it opens it up. Right. I can't even see it. Have them put a lobster claw on there. A lobster claw. I used to work in jewelry. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'll so. talk to, I will call Eric today, <laughs> but I bought it yeah. and I tell you, she went nuts over that too. She hadn't taken it off until just the other night. I did. She, there yeah. was a reason. I don't know what the reason was. It, it sounded legitimate. Okay. So anyway, she, she took it off Yeah. and uh, now I can't get it back on her, but uh, I'll, I'll get one of these lobster claws. Yeah. That you're doing. See, I'm Her, dumb when it comes to jewelry. Look, I. Do you see earrings in either of my ears? <laughs> nope. I okay, so I don't buy jewelry. <laughs> Thank you. Do you see rings on any of my hands? That's because I have, what's that, psoriasis? All right, and if I wear a itchy. ring, yeah. oh, it's worse than Dry. itchy. It burns out. It, it turns into blisters and all kinds of stuff. It's nasty. Yeah. So anyway, I, I, I just don't buy jewelry anymore. I used to buy a lot of James Avery stuff. I like that silver stuff that he makes with the crosses and stuff, mm-hmm. but uh, can't wear it anymore. So bottom line is, uh, this is a place to go. Eric did a great job with me. He really did. You know, he knew that she didn't want gold. So he got white gold for me because they didn't have silver. So I ended up with, uh, you know, buying some white gold for her and she loves it. So thank you, Eric. I appreciate you, brother. And he is an, you know, small businessman at 3000 Cavanaugh Boulevard, Sweet E, here in Little Rock. You go over and visit him. He's a he's a kind of family jewelry guy that you want. You know, he can clean your jewelry. You don't have to get out a toothbrush and toothpaste to clean your jewelry. <laughs> He'll take care of it don't for do you. Yeah. That, yeah. It's abrasive. I didn't it's, realize it's really abrasive. It leaves a film on it. Yeah. Well. It looked better than right. it did, just to be honest. <laughs> but, uh, you know, he'll clean it for you. If there's any problems, he'll fix it for you. Yeah. He's got, like, plasma torches and all kinds of stuff at his his uh, location at his business. Hillcrest Designer Jewelry. By the way, he used to fix the jewelry at all the other jewelry stores, the big boys. He's a jeweler. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. he's the real deal. Yeah. That's Eric Coleman over at Hillcrest Designer Jewelry. Visit him, 3000 Cavanaugh. Why am I bringing a jewelry up again? Well, you got past Christmas, guys. But Valentine's Day <laughs> is just around right. the corner, okay? Right. 14th of February. Uh, he opens at 10 o'clock, and he'll be open until later in the evening. He's off this week. He's taking a week off. He's had a very good Christmas, by okay. the way. 501-246-3655, the number, over at Hillcrest Designer Jewelry. That's a, yeah, I can tell you stories about jewelry. It's amazing. And mm-hmm. it's I think it's got one thing I like about Eric is he doesn't mark his jewelry up the way most of the big stores do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're like fifty percent off. Why is it fifty well, percent off? Because they marked it up fifty percent. No, well, they marked it up a hundred and fifty percent. Well it was. Now see I used to manage a jewelry store a long time ago and uh, it was about three hundred percent was the markup. Uh, I was gonna say it's hugely marked up. Three hundred percent was the markup. Who did you work for Zales? No, no. <laughs> I, 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 li- I lived in in Knoxville. It was oh. a, it was a family owned business. Oh, okay. Not not my family owned, but it was. That's a, the way they do it. I mean, yeah. they can give you you know fifty percent off because they're still making two hundred and fifty percent. Right. So that's the bottom line. All right. So let's 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 move on. We were talking about uh, Biden saying suddenly over the weekend that 
hey, I can't do all this. Federal government can't handle all of this stuff. It's going to land in the lap of the states. Should have been. Should have been the first place. It should have been that way from the very beginning. That's that's the key. You got fifty different, you know, laboratories of democracy Mm -hmm. in in America. Let them show us who's got the best way of dealing with this. Well, some will do. You know, some are going to do better, Elizabeth, than others. I mean, take a look at New York. They didn't do so well. They killed people oh, and knew they awful. were killing and people. And they're still doing awful stuff. If they're, they, now, you, now you have to show a passport if you're over the age of five. Yeah, well, that's in New York City. Right. That's not in the whole state. Right, but still, I mean, well, to allow that to happen in your states. state, what right. kind of governor would allow a mayor to do that? Well, we have a, a restaurant here in Little Rock, um, a business owner here in Little Rock who is now um, mandating that you have to show a vaccine passport to enter in her restaurant. I heard well, people were protesting yeah. and not going. Guess what? I won't be at your restaurant. Yeah. I'm no going to find. I don't know who you are. I'll find out during the break. Well, considering oh, how it ironic it is, people wear a mask to their table, then they take it off while right. they're eating and talking. None of it makes sense. None of it makes sense. <sighs> Unless Where you're on a plane and then people sense. will stop by you right. and give you hell. That 80 year old man felt sorry. Although he had some of it coming. I'm just telling you. I mean, you don't look at somebody that's. They say and they say something. Put your mask on or whatever. And then look at him and say, hey, you bitch, you know, why don't you just shut your trap? Mm-hmm. You know, you're asking for a fight, okay? Just know you're asking for a fight. <laughs> uh, I think it's interesting. If you watch Fox television, it's all about the woman. If you watch, if you read the story, you can understand that the guy wasn't Mr. Cool either. Oh, yeah. however they write no. it, yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. I mean, he was using F bombs and left and right and all oh, kinds man. of stuff. So anyway. So uh l- I'll let you get in here, Elizabeth. This is something you've been hollering about and clanging the uh fire bell about uh for so- quite some time, is that we have a president that just doesn't well, I've been saying he doesn't get it, but this is a perfect example. They have punished President Trump about this and now uh, watching CNN and MSNBC, MSNBC and all the rest of them, uh, they, they, they're going to give him a free pass. I was just laughing because somebody on the left called him an incompetent boob in the headline, and we've got that story on your Facebook page. I just thought that was You know really who, funny. who said that first? Huh? Do you know who said that first? No. Uh, a guy by the name of Shapiro. Oh, there you go. Well, there you are. <laughs> Thank you, my man. I just, I, I, you know, we have to laugh. I'm sorry. It's not funny, but it is funny. But the whole country, this, when I was a kid, we had a fairy tale called The Emperor's New Clothes. Okay? It's still About out the there. Emperor. It's, it's, it, this is so classic. It's all around us. What is wrong with people? This man is not all there. Mm-mm. And we need to do something about it. Well, he's and a, I can't believe that everyone is pretending that nothing's wrong. He's, nothing's a, wrong. he's a consummate politician. He is no he's no different than John Kerry and a lot of others. He's, if if he if he's being proven that he's wrong, he will pivot and flip flop. Well, but he's also completely not there. Oh yeah, well, we all agree with that. And I tell you what, this rigmarole that happened over the weekend with the fellow who called in on the NORAD Santa Claus line, let's go, Brandon, that is so classic because the response that that man, the president of our country, gave was, that's 
that tells everything you need to know. Exactly. Right okay, yep. let me get a caller well, in I'm real sorry. quick. Hey, Elizabeth Willie's with us. Willie, what is, what is it that you wanted to say? Biden is nothing but a stooge puppet. Is he senile? As far as I'm concerned, our current president's Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah, I wish, but, you, you know, go. Willie, I, I wish he were still president. He's not right now, uh, but maybe he will be. I mean, he said something over this last weekend that kind of made people think he might be leaning about running again. I still don't know if I, I feel comfortable with I, that or not. I don't. You know, so old. But he's the nominee. What are we going to do? Oh, I vote for him, of course. Of course. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. yeah absolutely. I vote go. for him. as long as long as he doesn't show up on stage with a bowl of oatmeal. If he comes up on I stage with a bowl of oatmeal, <laughs> I'll have a problem. Oh Lord, no! I don't think you're going to see that. But I, you know, I at first said I wanted to see uh, Trump. Excuse me, Trump be the grandfather of the MAGA movement, now I feel a little differently. I'm not sure that there's anybody else who can pull us back to where we need to go with this country. There's no one else who has the lack of liability. Right. He's already been through the fire. He's already done it. They've already taken everything he's got. He has stood up to every bit of it, every bit of it. And again, we're proven he was right once again. That's what we're talking about. COVID cannot be responded to on a federal level he's been right repeatedly i'm not so sure i think at this point he's the guy now then the question becomes what happens down the road that's a bigger picture question yeah they can't they can't they've got themselves the democrats have themselves in a knot with biden and harris okay (laughs) she is totally incompetent they all know it and they can't push her around because if they do it's going to point about the lack of they don't have a bench they don't have anybody up. They're talking about it's, putting Hillary up again. They're, oh my gosh. they're in this. You know what? <laughs> oh my gosh! On a federal level, they are in the exact same uh, quandary that that they are here on a state level. I mean, the Democrat Party <laughs> in in Arkansas has nobody worth anything, and it's not Tucker, folks. Let me just tell the you who no. are in the in the state party Democrat. It's not Tucker. All right. <laughs> You know he can be in a, in a certain places, and he's an, he's a he's an all right guy. I know him. Yeah. I've had him on my show. He comes up with a a decent piece of legislation legislation once in a while, but a broken clock tells the time right twice a day. Okay, everybody needs to remember that. Uh, they have nobody, yeah. nobody to run. They really don't. Well, who are you going to run? Who are you so going to run? The Not the Ghostbusters. Yeah, but don't be listening to this thinking, oh, I'm a Republican. We got it made. I don't have mm-hmm. to. No, 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 uh-uh. no, 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 no. Are, are you a really good Republican? Yeah, that's right. That's the that's key. Right. Are you a good Republican? That that's We need an overwhelming well, victory actually, that will prove. Some people actually really do think they are good Republicans, but they completely go against the RPA Handbook. If they go against yeah. the handbook, then they're not a good right. Republican. Right. They're just going for their own self-interest. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're you just need to tell the difference. They just and you run. have you have a few Republicans that used well, to be Democrats that switched over to being an R. Here's what the, really would make it easy to find out who is and who isn't good Republicans is that all votes taken in committees should be made oh public. Boy. Wouldn't it be great? Recorded all, votes in you know, committees. No. I thought they were on that. No. 
No, they're no, 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 no. They're you can I mean, they're you live. Can you can see it. But they don't write it but down. But they don't write they it down. They are not yeah. written down or recorded. If you don't right. see it, you don't know. And if, if it's I, verbal, say yay or nay. If I it. were the head of the Republican Party of Arkansas, mm-hmm. I would be pushing that. Oh, yeah. I would be pushing that as a, as a yep. campaign issue. I yep. would push it. That's called transparency. Yep. Well, and the people would love to see that. We've talked about this for 10 years. Recorded votes in committee. That yep. is accountability. Yep. You're talking earlier in the show about term limits. I agree with, I think it was Heather. I do not believe in term limits. I think that's what our elections are for. Right. And it was Lori Lee who talked about being involved. Yep. If we the people, this government was designed for we the people, by the people, for the people, right. not for the elite. That means we must be involved. And if we do our part, our elections would take you know, care of term limits and also accountability back to staying in touch with your lawmakers. Keep that thought. Keep keep that thought. Elizabeth, keep that thought. I'll come right back to you. We've got to get a final break in. Let's do that right now. Don't forget about East End Towing. No matter the, 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 the situation, East End Towing can handle it. They've got all the answers. Look, they belong. Arkansas Tow and Recovery Board. They're licensed. They're insured. Their uh, trucks are permitted. And they know what they're doing. Call them, 501-888-8849. 501-888-8849. All right, so let me let you finish up, Elizabeth. Uh, Elizabeth uh, Sotolaro is on phone with us. Uh, hopefully sometime in the next year we'll be able to get the parts from wherever they're coming from and get her car put back together again. So, you know, you tell us, Elizabeth, about uh, – go ahead and make your point that you were making. Oh, I was just on my normal soapbox about being involved and getting in touch with – I mean, all the things we've talked about today wrap up in the idea of being involved with your government, having respectful – but ongoing relationship with your local lawmakers, okay, and making sure that you are participating in our republic. Right. Okay. I mean, that's what makes it work. That's why, I mean, I'm, Lori Lee said it this morning, you know, people gripe and complain and they don't know what they're talking about, but they're also not talking to their lawmakers. Right. They're right. on Facebook. All right. Keyboarding away, talking to each other in the the echo chamber. You know, that's not going to get it. All you got to do is get off and go go to the local Republican Party meeting. uh, Go to your local city council meeting. Go to your local quorum court meeting. Go to your school board meeting and become educated and get involved. That's it. (laughs) <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's uh, you're right. That's exactly what you got to do. I'm seeing a lot of people that are actually starting to engage more than they ever have. But and you think it doesn't? It doesn't take much time. You know, it, it oh doesn't. my gosh, I'm too busy. I'm too busy. It doesn't take that much time. Become in one thing, like right. Lori Lee said. Pick something, right. whatever it may be. Pick education right that. now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But, education. Educate the next it's generation. Different. That is my goal. Well, educate this generation. Right. To be honest with you. Right. I'm tired. I'm tired of all the garbage that they're teaching. Wokeism. Well, we let it happen, folks. We let, and then not. I didn't. And you know, I fought against. So they are too concerned about the pronouns. Right. And so there was a huge um, um, research thing done that the kids are being brainwashed. You know, they're calling this social emotional learning. And it literally is a tool to identify discrimination and, and make you, you know, whatever. But it's that is what, this, is what it is. That's part of that cloud that we were talking about that all these kids 
um, information is being uploaded in the state, one thing is identifying if they're discriminatory or not. Act 784? 744, right? Yeah. Act 744. Was that bill? And yeah. we're going to do a show on that. Yeah, we're we got to get, get people some answers. in there. I've been trying to get a hold you know of what? some people about it. I would call Johnny Key. And they haven't been involved. We with should this. go to the top. I want to know. I, can. Okay, so I tried to email Hughes. I'll text him. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Here's the question I have. You gals are, are much more involved with homeschooling. Of course, I have no children in school. I'm wondering, we, we've gone, now we have some school choice going on. We have homeschooling individually going on. Dave, you've talked about this. I'm wondering when the homeschool parents and other parents are going to get together and say, okay, we're done with school. We're done with public school. They're not listening to us. We will educate our children in a community school together well, and that, somehow. That's our goal. I'm yeah. going to tell you right now, there is going to be a meeting fairly soon that's going to talk about what you're bringing up. I'm going to be part of it because you know <laughs> that I have wanted to start a private school, but a school that is not, you know, $8,000 a year. That's, right, yeah. you know, as far as I'm concerned, you, you, for a lot of people, you might as well put it up on the tallest hill and right. say, yeah, if you don't know how to there. mountain climb, you ain't going to get there. Yeah. So bottom line, I want to have a, a free private school. To do that, it can be done. It's just finding the people out there and tapping into the resources to make it happen. Yeah. And uh, that's what I got to do. Think about all the parents. If the parents got involved, each parent would only have to take a small amount of time. And you could have a community school and each parent could be intimately involved with their, you know, with their school and with their education of their own children. And we can and if everyone worked together, it wouldn't require over, you know, a burdensome amount of time on anybody. All right. That would be the ideal amount of time. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Elizabeth, thanks for uh, joining us by phone. Missy, thanks for thank coming you. in. You're welcome. Heather, thank you for coming thank in. You. Lori Lee, thanks for you coming in. I'm back with you tomorrow. Ken Yang should be here on a Wednesday. We know we'll hear from uh, Congressman Hill as well on the Dave Ellswick Show. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.